following was produced by Pirate Radio Studios Incorporated in Memphis, Tennessee. Hello, my name is Rick Cheddar, and this is From Radioland. Greetings, salutations, hello, hey, how's it going? Welcome to another episode from Radioland from the home office in Memphis, Tennessee. It's uh, episode 348. day of the month of October. It's a Sunday, as it, as it were, in the midst of the year 2020, and we're just all up in it. <clears throat> time time has taken on a whole new weird sort of thing for all of us. Yeah, well, you know, such as it is. Hope you're doing well. Hope you're, uh, hope you're laying low. Hope you're uh, able to uh, uh, keep, uh, keep the COVID at bay because, you know, Lord knows we can't have any of that now, can we? It's just so much bad stuff about all that. That's going on out there. Um, yes. So, yeah. Um, what was I going to tell you? This episode, 348, um, is part of the grand plan of which I'll explain in a little while. <laughs> what grand plan? Things are not, things are sort of the same but different. But there are changes that are afoot. They're, they're coming very soon. And it's my proclivity to have round numbers. I don't know if it's because I'm, I don't know, wildly chaotic in some aspects but highly organized in others. But there again, I'm not all that organized. <laughs> I'm sitting here in the home office in Studio A with a pile of things that need to be that need to get done. Which you know, um, that's just that's just how it goes. And um, I'm also nursing a wound. I, I hurt myself. A uh, little word to the wise: baked potatoes are delicious. Um, absolutely delightful. You can do so much with them. And I had one in the refrigerator, you see. And I thought, hey, let me, it's already baked. I just needed to reheat the thing. So let me just grab this bowl, right? Why I did this, I don't know. Let me grab a bowl and and the the potato had already been wrapped in the foil, hence where it was baked from, see. And so I I I unfoiled the thing and put it in the bowl, popped it in the microwave for a couple of minutes, just to, you know, knock the chill off of it. It dinged. I, I I opened up the door, stuck my right hand in there, put my thumb over the top of the edge of the bowl, and the inside part of my it was my right hand on the inside part of my of my middle finger. You know, the offensive finger, the the one I like to wave at people. Uh, on the side that's closest to my index finger, I put a burn on it <clears throat> from the bowl. Not the potato. The potato was ice cold. The bowl was hot. Lord, I, I did, that's the first time that's ever happened to me with one of these bowls. <clears throat> Maybe there's some met, some metallic material. <laughs> I know I'm not sticking that thing in the microwave. At any rate, I put a burn on there about about an inch long. All right, uh, from the from the middle knuckle to the end knuckle, and about as wide as a pencil. And um, I mean, the, the second it happened. It's, it's, you know, cause a burn is, that's just pain. It's just, that's all there's, there's no other way to describe it. It's just, just all raw pain. And it, it's going to do that for a minute. <laughs> it's not, it's not like when you cut yourself, you know, when you cut yourself with a really sharp knife, it stings a second. And then there's that, there's that shock that you, it's like, wow, I think I just cut myself. Look, I'm starting to bleed. And then the pain slides on in there and lets you know exactly what happened. A burn is a completely different deal. You know, when you've had a burn, of course you've had your, your, if you're an adult, you've managed to burn yourself before. You know how that works. Um, I do spend a lot of time in the kitchen. Uh, 
it's actually caught on camera. <laughs> Not this incident, but it, my 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 time in the in the in the kitchen is often caught on camera. Uh, we have a show based on. Well, that's a smooth segue. Smooth, like like shit through a goose. Smooth. Uh, the high fidelity kitchen. Look for it on YouTube. LJ and I. Uh, making a complete mockery of the whole food thing. Anyway, the, the, the so so I burned myself. Immediately, I ran to the the nearest thing that you want to do when you've burned yourself, and that pain is is happening. You 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 turn on the water faucet and you stick your hand under that cold water, and it and it, it it's it's a bit soothing for a moment, and then uh, <clears throat> I went back to uh, into the bathroom where we have a. Uh, a first aid kit of sorts, and uh, I, I found I found some burn spray, and I sprayed that on there. <clears throat> and then within about ten minutes, it stopped hurting, just like that. So fa- fast forward to like a couple of hours, I'm uh, uh, I'm am sitting down watching uh, watching some television with uh, with my wife, and uh, um, I, you know, when you have a wound like that, you you tend to you know, you tend to play with it. You know, it's like your my thumb, my right thumb was over there, just tapping on it, going, "Ooh, check it out!" And it began to blister. It started to pull up that little blister as it does. And I'm like, "Oh, this is interesting." It didn't hurt. It didn't hurt at all. It didn't even hurt when I squeezed on it and popped it and blew out the water all over the thing. By God, it was like a water balloon had exploded. It was gross. <laughs> so, so then it became an open wound, <laughs> uh, and the skin coming apart and all this now. So then there out comes the aloe vera, the neosporin and the band-aid and and whatever. And I've been dealing with it ever since. And and it's since it's in that spot on you, you know, you you never realize how much of your hand you use on every little thing that you do until you've wounded it. And even in you know, this is on the it's, it's, it's this isn't even like on the palm side, this is on the side side. This is the side that 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 mirrors my index finger. And you don't think about you. You use that space. Use all your spaces, like and, until you until you wounded it. And every time you touch something, it's like, oh, damn, that hurt. Um. So yes, I'll I'll I'll, I'll suffer through it. <laughs> I'll be fine. <clears throat> but the uh, the the fabric band aids are awesome because they they uh, they look good on camera because you can't see them and they bend. <laughs> that's kind of cool too so uh so yeah anyway i don't know i know it's sort of pointless to bring all that up but you know such as it is all right i mentioned yeah this episode's 348 which indicates that 349 will happen next week and then the week after that's 350 nice round number perhaps to start something new oh that's what's going on because if you notice the past couple of weeks it's been about you know Doing some new things. We're going to talk a little bit more about that, especially for those of you that are aspiring podcasters or broadcast people in general, radio people that are thinking of making the change over into the podcast world. What to expect? What, what's, what's this about? It's some of my perspectives. Uh, it's coming up. Really? Yeah. No kidding. And I'll, and I'll tell you a little bit more about what uh, what's going to happen with Radioland. It's all coming up unless you want to go find something else to do, which, you know, it's fine by me, which seems to be a thing. Not with just this show, but with all shows, podcasts in general. What happens? What's the audience? What is this all about? We'll get to it. It's next up after this brief break 
right here from Radioland. Wizards is corona-free and is your headquarters for your essential quarantine supplies. Their viral sale is happening right now with deals throughout the store. Get some sage to chase away the bad stuff. Incense, woodwick candles, decorative fans, and things to keep you busy while you're stuck at home. T-shirts, bandanas, hats, and more on sale right now. CBD, Kratom products, and personal cleansers for that job interview. Open 10 to 10 every day at 1999 Madison Avenue in Midtown or get it all delivered when you order online at wizardsmemphis.com. Wizards, because it's still smoking. You must be 18 or older to buy smoking-related products. One of the things that comes to mind when you're when you're uh, thinking about doing this, right? When, I, when I'm talking about this, I'm talking about podcasting in general, is how you approach it, right? You know, how do you approach this whole thing? Because podcasting is everywhere. It's become it's it's become a weird, dirty word. I don't even like the word podcast. Um, I understand what it is. It's on-demand audio is really what it boils down to, and it has taken a, a very unusual life on its own right um it's 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 a, it's a type of programming that is developed specifically for on-demand content there's no clock to this per se there's no real timing behind it it's it's all just kind of what it is is usually a fairly loose format and you do the thing and then you move along and you know blah blah <clears throat> and then some of you will edit and all this so, all right all right, let me, let me slow my roll here for a minute because I'm going to move kind of quickly. Um, there is, There has been a thing from people that were really getting into the podcast world as a way to get kind of their finger in front of commercial radio, right? FM, AM radio. And these were people that never got on, to, got, never, never could work in the industry. Consider yourself somewhat lucky, but then again, somewhat cursed, if that's the case that it is for you. Because so many shows came out of people that were just sitting around and go, hey, we could just do our own podcast, bro. And we could, we could have people, you know, listen to us and, and, and we'll just get really drunk on and we'll talk and we'll tell inside jokes and we'll go on for three freaking hours. And, blah, and these shows, they go, well, why is nobody listening? Well, that's part, you just described it. You know, that's that's kind of, those shows are a dime a dozen. They're everywhere, and there are a billion shows. And what do you do to separate yourself from them? Well, there's a there's a few things you can do. First of all, you can have some modicum of professionalism about the thing. That tends to, that tends that tends to help. Look, I'm no, I'm being silly. Perhaps glib. I've been in this business for thirty something years. I've seen it all, done it all. Been around the block. I understand how this works. And when you come at this from the from the area of of broadcast, the world is cha- changes dramatically. I mean, it's it's a vastly different world. And this is a thing for those of you that like me that had come from radio. Hello, Q one zero seven five. So sorry, what happened? Yeah. Uh, another station blew out its uh, blew out its uh, its talent. Uh, it, you know they're on the beach. This is a tough time to be doing it. We're in the middle of a freaking pandemic, for God's sake. What do you you know? What do you do? And so you think, oh, you know, I think I'm just going to fire up the old podcast, and it'll be just it'll, I'm going to I'm going to my my audience that used to listen to me over there are going to follow me here, and we're going to go off and blaze new trails together. Um, no, it doesn't work like that. It doesn't work like that at all. I know this to be a fact because that's. It's it's not just me, not from me, my experience, but from several radio people that have found themselves what they proverbially call the beach, where they've been blown out and they're out of a job, and they they immediately think, hey, let's just get a podcast thing going because I, you know, I'm handy around a mic, I can build a board, I can get a thing going, I got a little software action action going here. We'll just you know, we'll get it launched onto Podbean or or Stitcher or wherever. We're gonna do our thing and we're just gonna do shows. 
And uh, you can find us on the iTunes and blah, 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 blah. Apple Music, I should say. Uh, Spotify, all that stuff. And, you know, there's there's a bit of work that you got to do to get into that thing. But but you think that naturally, if you've if you've got fans... And they and they were like, oh, I remember you from that. Yes, I'm glad to see you're doing this. And they come and they follow you. Some do, but most don't. That's the fickle nature of audiences. It really is. Uh, you know, you, it's easy to have in your mind that you have a set audience, that you've got this group of people that are that are fans. They enjoy what you do, and they're going to tune into you wherever you may be. Sort of the thought. That's what you hope for. But in reality, that's not really the case. Some do, a small percentage do, but for the most part, you're developing a new following. And so you take what you had learned from all those years in a in a corporate air-conditioned studio, uh, trying to do your thing and having the hobnailed boot of corporate down on your on your on your neck, <laughs> trying trying to get something done. And uh, like I said, you've you've built an audience, and then you get blown out, and then you thought. I could just do this podcast thing. Everything would be great. And then where's my audience? Where are these people? Where'd they go? I don't understand. <laughs> um, that's because people are set in their ways. It's a habit. You can take a radio station that you've been a fan of for many, many years, set the thing on fire, blow out the entire staff, flip it to something else, and there'd be a good number of people that would still listen to it because they would think of the old days. <laughs> I remember when you guys played Led Zeppelin. Uh, shortly after I left uh, the, that world, or when it left me, when I got exiled to Radioland, here's a hint, go back in time, you can find out more. I was at, where was I? I was at a store somewhere. Was it a convenience store? I think it was. I just got some gas in my car, and and I went inside to pick something up—a snack, perhaps, a, a soda. <laughs> I don't know. It was a long time ago, and I was standing in line, and there was this woman that was there, and she said, "I remember you from 103," and I said, "Yes," which really wasn't hadn't been all that long. It'd been by about six or seven months, and I, I said, "Yes." She goes, well, what are you doing now? And I told her I was involved in an internet radio station called Radio Memphis. And it was, just, I think, right before this show happened, right right before Radioland happened. And she goes, internet, internet radio? I don't get it. I don't have the internet. Um, She looked me dead in the eyes and said to me, all I have is Facebook. I don't have the internet. And uh, that's when I knew, you know, that's when I knew pretty quickly that the world that I was walking into was going to be vastly different than where I came from. It's mass media, of course, but it, it comes to those who seek it. It's not that it's just, it's there, it's available. It's like, it's like a radio station it's, it's, or a television station. It's there. You just got to, you, you got to point your thing to it and go. Whether it's your remote control or your browser or your phone. And it was right about the same time that the internet had begun to change too. Because you remember the World Wide Web is, was, was a, it was a bit different when it first became more of a thing in, the, in everybody's homes. And this was, <clears throat> this was a mid-90s, you know, mid to late 90s when people were really starting to fool around with what the internet had to offer. 
you know, because you had the AOL thing and you had, um, you know, message boards were that were that kind of thing. It wasn't really any content per se. Uh, there were some news type of things that you could read, but a lot of it was just based off of whatever, like AOL, which would have some had games and some had, the, you know, that, that kind of thing. Other. And the potential was there, but it, it just it was everybody was sort of afraid of it and understandably so. And then, of course, social media comes along and changes everything. And that's that's what happened now, because we don't. We don't necessarily – you have the world at your fingertips when you play around on the web, right? But you don't necessarily have anything shoved into your face in the ways that you might think, you know, because you have a set pattern. Everybody does. When it comes to the web, everybody has a set pattern, right? There's certain sites that you look at and you've bookmarked them and that's that. Nothing new. Very rarely anything new. Because what's what's in it for you, right? That's that's what you that's what you think. It goes through my mind. I'm the same way. Now, granted, because of the work that I do, the n- numbers of places that I uh, visit online are probably substantially higher than most folk. It's all news, you know, that kind of thing. I do spend a, a bit of time on social media as far as just kind of lurking in the in the shadows, seeing what people are talking about. But I also spend so much time reading the news and and looking at, you know, I spend some time on YouTube because there's some fun stuff that's there and Pluto TV and other places and podcasts and, you know, various shows and things that kind of, you know, turn my crank, if you will, the, the, the interest that I find. And when that happens, then you find yourself in a position where you start to discover things that, that are new. Well, that's what's happened to to yours truly. It happened for Radio Memphis. So people are like, hey, I just discovered this radio station is... It's blah, 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 blah. And then when they find out that there's a connection between what they used to listen to, those here locally will know what I'm talking about, that used to know me at 103, and then they put two and two together and they realize, oh, this is what this is about. Well, hell, this is cool. (laughs) Where have you been? When we built Radio Memphis and, and, you know, as well with this show, there's there's always this thing in your mind, too, that the audience, whether they are there uh, for whatever business that they're there for, they're looking to be entertained, of course, but they're looking for, I don't know, maybe a, maybe a hint of the old days, what it was like. They want to hear those stories. That's what the first 346 episodes of this show was about. I'm not doing that anymore. I'm, I'm over it. I've, I've, it's behind me. I've, I've moved on to, to other things, greener pastures, if you will. And, and it's still the same thing because I've approached all of this in, in the mind of a broadcaster. This is the advantage that I personally have over some uh, somebody who is starting out, okay? Because I've seen that. I've, I've heard that argument. And I'll get to that. I'll get more on that in a minute. But once they make that connection, and then you make that connection as a broadcaster, and you're sitting there thinking, okay, this is, this is starting to feel a little bit more familiar to me. And as a podcaster, you, think, you immediately think, all right, I now have some steady ground to stand upon when it comes to audience reaction, audience participation, audience involvement. No, not at all. I'll tell you that right now. It doesn't work that way. I do get messages. I get emails. Uh, the The site that hosts this show is called Podbean, and, and you can there's a direct thing to it. It's rickchatter.podbean.com. That's the, but I've spread it around. I mean, it's, I, I, I don't promote that. I mean, I pay for it, but I don't promote, I don't promote, I, I, I promote it through our website at radio-memphis.com for obvious reasons. We want the traffic. So there it is. 
but there's no comment section on any of it. And that's done for a couple of reasons. And one is you don't want to get involved in a pissing contest with people that just suddenly don't like what you're doing. And yet there they are. They're going to listen to everything you do and hate everything that you do and then say really horrible things about that. Nobody has time for that. They really don't. Um, I just would rather not, especially with, with this. YouTube is different because YouTube is, all, is a, it's, it's its own galaxy. And for the most part, everybody seems to be kind and nice about it because it's very specific driven content. Whereas this, no, um, I've said things on this program that I know most people would have a real problem with. That's fine. That's that's the, the whole opinion thing. There's no point in beating that that dead horse. But if you're expecting to now, and if you're a broadcaster, right, if you have come from the realm of radio and you are looking at this digital world and you're looking at this whole podcast thing, I'll tell you right now, don't expect it to be anything like what it was because it's not. It really isn't. I mean, there, yeah, there's a few things that really make it where it feels like that. And it's an illusion. One of which is, you know, the nuts and bolts of it, the actual physical act of it, the, the, the sitting behind a decent microphone that you own. <laughs> no, don't cut any corners. Don't do the whole Bluetooth crap. Get a decent board. Spend a couple of bucks. Get an interface of some sort that will run into your computer. There's a bunch of them out there. You get a good preamp. You know, get learn how to edit audio. You know, all that nut and bolts of how to use the microphone. You know, that kind of thing. That will always feel familiar. You sitting here having a blank slate and free creativity for everybody. Just go nuts. Talk about whatever it is. It just that you know you could do a whole show on on trout fishing if you want to do. There's a few of them out there that do that. That's great. You know, you can do a whole news thing. There are guys that I know that have have taken on the Herculean task of doing a daily podcast featured specifically on the day's news. Herculean by no stretch of the imagination. I've, I've even toyed with that doing five minute digest. And it's just, just, I just don't have time. That five minutes is an hour and a half. There's, I've got way too much other things going on because you do find yourself not necessarily multitasking because it doesn't really exist, but you find yourself doing too much. And when that happens, there's just not enough time. And then you don't have any time for yourself and you're going to go nuts. And you you wind up uh, chasing your tail in certain aspects because you start looking at the way other people are doing their shows. God help you. If you go to the subreddit podcasts, uh, yeah, reddit.com slash r slash podcasts. <clears throat> Man, those people, <laughs> not one of them have any broadcast experience. And I'm not saying that's a bad thing, but for them to try and talk like they do in the form of what these shows should be about is they, it's it's everything gets every every subreddit. Let's be honest, every just about every subreddit out there when it deals with stuff like podcast or radio, television, video production, YouTube channels, whatever you're with home brewing for God's sake. These people will micromanage themselves to death. Oh, and they do it all the time. And they and it's like, ah, uh, you know, I'm a, I'm a part of a couple of the voice acting uh, subreddits that are out there, and that's a, that's a shit show. You know, you'll get some kid that who thinks that hey, I lost my part time job to the pandemic. Bummer. I get it. I've been told I have a great voice, so I should get into anime narration. Or I should be doing commercials, or I should be doing this. And they've never done this before, and they get 
They get butthurt when they ask for critique on some sample and some pro, like myself, will come up and say, hey, you might want to do this, you might want to do that. And they, and they go, oh, fuck you, old man. What do you know? Okay. That's what I'm dealing with. And that's what we are all dealing with. And eventually that will go away. I've, 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 I've said that for a while, but it, but it will. It's like with this pandemic, eventually we will get this behind us. It's going to be a proactive action on our parts to make that happen, but that will be the case. And when that does, some of these guys who thought that they could make a living doing this kind of work will get out of the way and let those who have done this for a while and do make a living doing it, let us get on with our jobs. Because there's a ton of work out there, but, you know, and I don't swim in those same waters. I don't do the pay-for-play thing. God help you if you're on Fiverr. If you consider yourself Upwork and doing freelance voice work through Upwork, you're part of the problem, too. Don't be doing those jobs for nothing because I, I'm, I'm going to take issue with it. I'm going I'm to take an issue with you. It's just pissing on the industry for, for – okay, enough of my soapbox. But that's kind of what this is. Now, back to, you know, building your own show. If you want to try it, you want to be a podcaster, do it. <laughs> nothing stopping you. If you've got nothing but time on your hands, sit down, figure it out. There's a ton of resources that are out there. Hell, there's podcast shows that are about how to podcast. This is kind of one of them in a weird way, but I don't think they would approve of some of the things that I would say because I'm a little heavy-handed about it. Well, well, whatever. Go cry in somebody else's beer. The fact of the matter is, if you're if you're a former broadcaster, right, if you're a former radio guy, if you're a former FM or AM cat, and you got blown out, and you're looking at this whole podcast thing, and you got you got and you look you got if you were like me when you first thought about it, you gave it you kind of that over the top of the glasses jaundiced eye look at it. You're correct. You're absolutely correct in that manner. And I've also known, uh, you know, on the other side of the on the other side of the coin on this, I've known several radio people who want nothing to do with podcasting, even though they would be probably pretty good at it. It's just, it, it has, there's a stink to it. There's a vibe to it that's, you know, you think of Joe Rogan, <laughs> you know, and, and Joe is Joe. I mean, if, if he turned your crank, I mean, he's obviously turning people's cranks because he just signed on some big fat deal with Spotify, which apparently there's some buyer's remorse on that whole deal from my understanding. Uh, uh, I'm not going to get into the politics of that because it doesn't involve me. H having said that, there are shows out there that do pretty well for what it is that they do. And, and to have a podcast, there's a, there's a couple of little, uh, and here's some, here's some advice, right? Here's the million dollar advice. You got to be consistent, right? You got to put out a show. If it's a weekly show, you got to do it every week. You got to figure it out. You got to do it every week. Pick a day of the week you're going to produce. Pick another day of the week you're going to upload. It could be the same day. But you've got to do it every week. Use social media to push your stuff out there so they know. Because people are forgetful. The whole subscribe, the, the YouTuber thing, like and subscribe. That, there's this... There's a small percentage of people that actually do that. I mean, there's a there's enough. Don't get me wrong. It's a measurable amount of individuals that actually do like and subscribe to things. This show is one of them. You could do the same thing in different formats. However, they always revisit it when they come back on their own. If they like it enough, they're not going to like or subscribe it. They're just going to come back to it. They don't necessarily want that commitment. I get it. It's the way the audience is now. Podcast audiences are not radio audiences. Not at all. They're vastly different. A, they don't interact. 
They really don't. They Unless something is really out there, they might make a one or two word comment or they might say, hey, great show or, or hey, you suck. Like I said, one or two, words, maybe three words. Uh, whatever the case is, the, the, you got to let people know that they, they can find you. They can find me, Rick, at radio-memphis.com. Drop me a line. Say hello. I mean, you, you're, you're available. If you're on social media, they can clearly they can find you there. People pick up the show. They, they share it. That's great. That's wonderful. And that's how that works. So don't expect when you go into this, don't expect that it's going to be just like it was. I'm just going to grease into the studio at the last second to pop in my headphones, pop up the mics and, hey, hey, baby, how you doing? It's seven something in blah, 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 blah. Like me, love me, tell me everybody, tell everybody you know about me. That's what you, that's what you kind of expect. And in the, in the world of podcast, it becomes a vastly different thing because you are now part of a hurricane. You are a small piece of trash drifting in a hurricane. And I'm using myself as an example here. I feel sometimes like I am screaming in a hurricane. So I had to dial that back through my own mind. And it, and it worked out. It worked out for me just fine. Because, you know, over the years, we've been doing six and a half years of, of from Radioland. It'll be seven in February. Throughout all these years, we've done different things. For a one point, I just, I just, I, I, I kind of quit. Not, I didn't quit doing the show. I just didn't do as much of it because I was taking replays from the radio station and running them in in the spot. That happened. <laughs> it's no big deal. That's shows change. They evolve. I went from all of that to just getting to this whole little, hey, let me just sit down and talk with you for a little bit. And that's what it was. And that's what it has been. And that's what it's going to be uh, for another week. And I'll tell you why. Because episode 350 of From Radioland is going to be vastly different. And I'm talking out of my ass right now because I haven't got anything scheduled. <laughs> so we're going to come hell or high water. There's going to be something different in this space for episode 350. What, what is that you will be? I'll tell you right after this. Hi, this is Reverend Oma from the Broom Closet Metaphysical Shop. A lot of us are making time to deepen our spiritual paths. The Broom Closet has a wide selection of books on spiritual topics and a huge selection of tarot and oracle cards for connecting with spirit and our higher selves. You can choose from our vast selection of gemstones, crystals, and crystal jewelry to enhance your spiritual journey. Check out our mindful living gifts and home decor to complete your sacred space. Visit us in downtown Memphis or online at thebroomclosetmemphis.com. Social distancing slows the spread of coronavirus, so stay a minimum of six feet away from others and stay home if you can. More info at coronavirus.gov. Let's all do our part, because we're all hashtag alone together. Brought to you by the Ad Council. Here's what's coming up on the next episode from Radio Land with Rick Cheddar. Yeah, the podcast genre in specific. There's a ton of them out there. Uh, I'm looking at a list here. Uh, this is from, from, from the podcast subreddit. Sitcom, non-event, TV, but in podcast form. Uh, looking for a college dropout podcast. Uh, forgotten why it's a story came. Uh, podcast about 9-11. Uh, what else? They got? Popcorn culture from Super Carlin Brothers is amazing. I'm sure it is. I mean, there's... there's oh, my God. Longer form horror or video game podcast. They get that specific. It's niche audience stuff. <laughs> no, we're not going to be doing that here. I know. I mean, I know there's a thing for that, but no, it's it's what we're going to be doing is going to be vastly different, vastly different. But still, there's never been an original thought in this industry for a long time. So guess what we're doing? 
for previous episodes, go to radio-memphis.com. To download episodes to your mobile device, search the show in iTunes, player.fm, stitcher.com, Pocket Cast, or TuneIn. And now, here's more with Rick Cheddar from Radioland. There you have it. That's what's coming up next time on the program. 349, the last before it all goes different. Perhaps it'll go south. I don't know. I, I doubt it. I doubt it will because I'm, you know, I enjoy I enjoy doing this. Don't get me wrong. Um, the this this uh, this program has had a has had a fine run so far, and uh, we've we've come a long way. We've done a lot of different things. It goes up. It goes down. There there's this there's this notion that uh, a lot of networks, podcast networks, are <clears throat> are holding back on new shows or launching anything new right now because people aren't commuting. It's kind of a thin way of saying they don't have an audience. Um, it doesn't matter whether you're commuting or not. Look, Morning Drive Radio is for what it—it's dead. It really is. the the, the whole The whole notion that you know what eighty percent of America sits behind the wheel of a car for twenty minutes driving to their job in the morning, and roughly 20, 25 minutes on the way home in the afternoon to get to hear two different shows, listen to a bit of music, and blah. That's that's just it. Uh, most of the time there are people that are sitting somewhere and they're passively listening to a radio station somewhere along the line to get some music and some talk. We found that works if it's done correctly. Not that I've got it right, but that's kind of what it is. As far as podcasting goes, really? That's a whole different thing, man. That's a whole different thing. It's this notion that they have in their heads, the podcasters have in their heads that um, people listen to podcasts when they're commuting. Some do. There's a fair enough that do, but there's also a large number of people popping their earbuds. They're, I don't know, working in the yard, maybe gardening, perhaps cleaning the house, doing the dishes, doing something else, listening to the show in the background, you know, that kind of thing. And that's, you know, I think there's something to that. So, yeah. Am I going against the grain by launching uh, something new uh, in the midst of a pandemic? Probably. Do I give a shit? No. <laughs> Is it worth doing? Absolutely. And that's just it. It's a, and I, like I said, I'm, I'm ha- I've had a ball for the last six and a half years, continue to do so. And you have to remember, there was a point. There was an absolute point uh, not terribly long ago that I was going to kill this thing. <laughs> I was going to just take it out to the barn with the shotgun and put a bullet in it and be done with it. And I decided, no, nobody talked me out of it. I'll tell you that, except me. I'm the one that did it. I said, I don't want to kill it. I just don't. I don't know. I, I don't think I'm done. Not with this. There's too many things I, I want to do. So we're going to do that, and we're going to explain a lot more of that uh, next week. There. So that's that. That's all I have to say about that. It's time to move on. Time, time to, time to go. You cut you loose. Turn you loose into the, into the, into the, into your time, into your week, and whatever it is that you're going to do. Uh, tonight uh, on the Booze and Blues at Radio-Memphis.com, it's just music from the library. Uh, once again, uh, uh, hamstrung by the, by the, by the virus, we can't have anybody performing down in studio so um that's uh that's still a thing but there's 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 music to be had so in the meantime monday tomorrow uh back into the studio lj and i will be in studio yes for the radio Memphis in the morning program 9 a.m to 2 p.m central it's every weekday and we have uh we have more fun than the law allows it uh, it's <laughs> it's 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 a great time uh wow i'm sitting here looking for monday tomorrow wow Monday, it's, see, today's the 11th of October. Tomorrow is Monday the 12th, and according to my calendar, it's two things. It's Columbus Day and Indigenous Peoples Day. Um, we will not be celebrating Columbus Day. 
Indigenous Peoples Day, yes, we'll we'll definitely do that. But uh, uh, it's a it's a government holiday for you one day. <clears throat> Screw Columbus, he was an idiot. All right, that's it. We're done. We're out of here. That's all. The, that's uh, whatever. Y'all take care of yourselves. Take care of one another. We'll see you next time. For God's sake, stop shooting each other. All right. I'm Rick Cheddar, and this has been from Radio Land. Rick Cheddar from Radioland is produced by Pirate Radio Studios Incorporated, Memphis, Tennessee. All music performed during this episode was used by permission. No part of this program can be rebroadcast or used in any other way except by written consent. For bookings and other inquiries, you can write the show by sending an email to Radioland at PirateRadioStudios.com. For more, go to Radio-Memphis.com. 